Abigail Wright, and this is The Piece of Persistence. Today I have the pleasure of talking with Jamie Hammer. She's a tax professional and a singer. And I grew up with Jamie, actually, and I watched her go through school and win some of the best solos. So I was really happy when I found out that she'd made a career in singing. She's been singing in Atlantic City and with a prestigious event band called Cheers. And in 2008, she even had the pleasure of backing up Sarah McLachlan at a Rockefeller Center tree lighting special on NBC. And also at City Hall, there's an album that you can buy on iTunes. What's it called? Uh, just Live at City Hall. Live at City Hall. So you can check out Jamie in Cheers the Band or Live at City Hall with Sarah McLachlan. What really amazes me about Jamie is that she's actually a really great architect of her life. She's designed it so that she has two careers and a family. When she realized that her slowest season as a singer lined up perfectly with tax season, she became a tax professional. And not just any tax professional, she has her own practice with 325 clients. She serves on the board and was a past president of the National Association of Tax Professionals on the New Jersey chapter. And in 2009, Philadelphia Magazine awarded her one of the area's best personal wealth managers. Jamie, I'm so grateful to be able to talk to you again after all these years. Thank you so much for taking the time to meet with me today. So you're able to spend a lot of time with your family now because of what you do. Yeah. That's really great. Um, what did you do that was different about um, making the time for your family that's unique? Well, I mean, most people, and it's not everyone, but most people have your typical nine to five, Monday to Friday career. Yeah. Um, I've got very, very different situation where when I perform, it's primarily on the weekends. So that does take me away on the weekends, but even on your typical Saturday, I work almost every Saturday, but I'm around for the entire morning and I leave somewhere between, you know, early afternoon to mid afternoon. So the bulk of the day I'm home. Nice. And when you have young children, at least they don't stay up forever. They go to bed kind of right after dinner. So I don't miss that much of their day. Um, and most of the time it's Saturdays, sometimes a Friday or Sunday, but I'm also the one who gets to walk to my daughter's school and pick her up every day and walk home together. So in another situation, I wouldn't be afforded to do that because I'd be commuting home, but I, I don't have that. Um, working during the week with uh, my tax practice, my hours are my own. I choose to start my workday at 10 o'clock where that's kind of late for most, but it gives me that's that beautiful. peace <laughs> between my kids getting out of the house in the morning to wherever they're going. My son's in early preschool slash daycare, um, three out of five days a week right now. Oh, wow. So two days he's home with me for the whole day, and the other three days I help my husband get them out the door in the morning. I'm packing snacks and lunch, and they're out somewhere between 8.30 and 9, and then I get that hour to hour and a half to have my own breakfast, wind down, look at my day before I'm officially on the clock. And that clock is mine. I get to decide when my first client would come in or when I have my first phone conference or when I do anything. And I've had that from the beginning. Really? I've always worked for myself, always. What did you do right after college? Sang. Okay. So I graduated in May and right after that point, I hooked up with an entertainment agency who were booking little gigs for Atlantic City. And I, my first job in Atlantic City was singing on a pink Cadillac float. <laughs> it was a Cadillac that this company built into a big float. 
and I sat on the back. It was for the summer. From noon to 5 p.m., we would drive up and down the boardwalk at about three miles an hour, and it was just me and a karaoke machine, and it was just promotional for the Trump Plaza Casino. Oh, my goodness. And I would wave and sing karaoke songs for five <laughs> hours. And, you know, that had to have been exhausting. It was exhausting, and I had a great suntan, but probably if I had different complexion would have been burnt to a crisp because there was no shade. And I remember that July 4th weekend, it was like 105 degrees. So at each end of the boardwalk, we would take like a 15-minute break. I'd get off and like stand in the shade, and then we'd go right back, and we'd do the whole length of the boardwalk back and forth <laughs> for five hours. And I sang the theme from the Titanic, because that was like you right. know, hot then. And then like 50s music, really strange stuff. But um, by the end of the summer, it was leading into the uh, Miss America pageant. So then I had all the tourists assuming I was a contestant. Oh, how Because here I was riding on this float and waving and singing. <laughs> so I am in so many people's visit to Atlantic City photos from back in 1999, the summer of 1999. And they're all on Facebook, and they they tag you as, like, the Miss America contestant. A lot of European and Asian uh, tourists. That's hilarious. Visiting Atlantic City. I love that story. So that probably actually was a really good setup for you and your wedding band, because I would imagine... Well, that's how... your event band, I should say. Yeah, either way. You know, I'm not ashamed to say I'm a wedding singer, because I love it. That's awesome. Uh, And it's cheesy, and I love it. It's you, You have a captured audience, but they're there to be happy and have a good time. And I've sung in many venues, and I do work in the Atlantic City lounges a lot. Totally different atmosphere. I much prefer the wedding. They're there to be excited and happy and have a great party and celebrate the couple. If you're in a lounge, they could have just lost all their money and they're coming (laughs) in to sulk. So you don't necessarily have that audience that's excited about listening to your music. But you're kind of doing a service either way. You get to perform, and performing is all about bringing joy to people. So that's what it is, regardless of where you're doing it. That's really cool. I've taken happiness to another level this week because I just finished and saw a client on Wednesday, a project, an estate return, actually, that I've been working on for a year and a half. Oh, my goodness. A year and a half, and that's not typical in my business. It's more short-term work. But we finally finished, and she has it. It's in the mail. I got paid. It's done, and it just takes me to another level of excitement. I can only imagine. So when you finished it, did you celebrate? It's interesting. I didn't really celebrate. I had plans for the night. Well, no, I can't even say that. My plans for that afternoon, it was the day before Thanksgiving, and I had plans to take my daughter to the movies after school because she had a half day. So nice. I had that plan. So it was fun. We went to sing, see Big Hero 6 for oh, her how was cartoon. It? it was fun. And, uh, and then that evening I went to a party I'd planned on going to. So I had these things planned regardless of what happened in the office. Uh, so nothing specific to that, but it's the feeling. I don't need to celebrate. It's just a great feeling. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I think I felt that way after the marathon. <laughs> I'm sure. Accomplishment. You yeah. feel that? Accomplishments. Now, do you notice a big difference in your level of happiness from when you were a singer maybe making less money um, than now? And I know that the tax preparation, it kind of challenges you probably in a different way. But do you feel that the money that you make has made a difference in your happiness? 
Well, it's really interesting because I started both careers at similar times and there was a there's been a huge balance shift. So when I first start, started, I sang a ton. You know, depending on the season, the summers are always the busiest. And I was working with not only Cheers, which I've always worked with, but I did a couple other small duo, trio acts and cool. would take any gigs and up to five, even six nights a week at times, which was very demanding physically on your vocal cords. As my business has grown, I won't give it up. And I still work almost every weekend, but I prefer to work once, maybe twice in a weekend versus other times up to five nights in a week for many reasons. Uh, the demand on my voice, which has taken a toll for so many years of singing and the type of singing I do, um, the time allowed for my business, the hours, and now especially having kids yeah. and family time. So um, what I make per job, I've turned into more of kind of a job snob. <laughs> I won't just take those lower paying gigs. Yeah, I, I have discretion about what I'll take and... Hopefully my peers know it has nothing to, I don't want to be a snob. It has to do with my life, my choices and the priorities in my life. But I think that they respect that. And I think they understand sometimes when they call, I just say, no, you have to look for someone else because that drive and those tolls and that pay doesn't work for my life. That's really cool. So in other words, the freedom that you have from the money that you earn as a tax professional has made you happier in that you're able to um, accept better jobs as a singer and you're you're able to not have to drive around the boardwalk mm -hmm. for five hours singing karaoke. <laughs> I sing because I love it. And it's not that I don't need the money, that would be silly to say, but I don't depend on it the way I did at the beginning. That's great. How do you balance everything during the busy seasons? Do you still... I mean, I would imagine that you have to enlist maybe a little bit more help. Uh, are you still able to spend the quality time with your family that you want to spend? I can't. I mean, nothing is perfect. And definitely during my busy season, I could never say I have the time that I would like, the quality time. Um, I think that time between waking up and getting everyone off to their school and work, meaning my kids and husband, I still have to us. That's our family time, I guess, where I'm packing lunches and breakfast and I pick out the clothes for both kids every morning. So we have that consistently every day. But during my busy season, I see clients here in my home from 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. Oh, wow. So it's a really long day. My kids and my husband get home around the six o'clock time and my six o'clock clients up to this point have known that my daughter will surely, when she gets home, knock on my office door and come in and say hello and introduce herself to the client <laughs> and then leave. She's good about leaving, but it will take, you know, a three to five minute pause in our appointment. That's not too bad. She needs to come in. And my son was always so young. Now he's two. So this tax season, it might be a dual children <laughs> coming into the office and saying hello. Most of my clients eat it up. You know, it's it's been fun and they're accepting of it. Most of them are parents, so it works. Um, but then I continue up with my clients. I do not see my kids generally through dinner, bath, and bed. My husband does it all. Do not employ any extra help, unfortunately. Um, I take a dinner pause, kind of, between 9 and 10, and then I go back to work. 
on the stuff that I'm doing without people sitting in front of me until one or two in the morning. Wow. And I repeat that every day and you, for months. But you still make the effort after going to bed at one or two in the morning to then get up early enough to make your kids lunch to see them out the door. It's part of the day. That's huge though. It gives you a tradition to like fall back on yeah. and a little bit, bit of a backbone for your kids to be able to have something that they rely on with their mom every day. I know it impacts them because they see me a lot less. And yeah. if and while I see those clients for that you know huge span of time, sometimes I, I allot a slot of time, and sometimes people will take a little bit less or a little bit more. So if it's on the, the lesser, and there is that break, I, I take a six o'clock and then a seven thirty. So if I finish that six o'clock by seven, I might have twenty minutes to go in and visit with them before they go to sleep, but I may not. Um, but it, it impacts them. I see it, and. It's not just Monday to Friday. Unfortunately, I, I see clients Saturday and Sunday too, because in this field, you know, people work. Right. So sometimes they need that evening and weekend appointment slot because that's the only time they can come in, and you have to fit everybody in. So it's it's the con of the flexibility of having seasonal that busy season and less in the rest of the time. That busy season is super busy. So. But you feel like you're able to make up for it a little bit in the rest of the time? You know, you never know. I look forward to when April comes around, you know, you see the change of season. It's, it's, it's really, um, to me, kind of this irony. You watch that hard, cold winter, and in this area, you really see the seasons. Yeah. And then spring comes. And it's when you're at the peak of your busyness. And you've got this beautiful weather. And the spring flowers are just starting to come out. The tulips are coming out. And I have a beautiful street. I like to look out my office window. And you just want so much to have free time and be outside. And it's like that light at the end of the tunnel. Nice. So when you get that release, when tax day is over, I start making all these plans about what I want to do with the kids, what I want to plant in the garden, all these things that just kind of go with it's spring. So is gardening one of the things that you do in, in order to spend time for yourself? or It's very new. I, I just, for the first time, very late. At the end of this past summer, I took on a little bit of gardening. I planted things that were really out of season and planted way too late, but I just wanted <laughs> to try. I planted cantaloupe, oh, wow. corn, carrots, and pumpkin. And they all were doing well until the weather turned really cold. My carrots were brilliant. I just pulled my last carrots this last week, and they turned out great. All the other plants, they just <laughs> needed more warm weather for a longer period of time. Sure. But it's something new, and now I'm excited for the spring. Right at the end of tax season is when I'll try to actually plant plants in the right time and grow things and get my kids involved. Nice. So I'm excited about that. That's cool. Yeah. How does your husband get involved and has he been able to sort of be a team member for you in terms of helping support you and your careers and your your children and all the things that you do? Have you have you been able to like work together to help each other do what you need to do at times? Honestly, like team member, I can't even use that word. Complete partner. I could not mm. have made the choices I've made, the paths I've chosen. I could never do it with somebody else. He's beyond supportive. I mean, I just described what my life is like during my busy season. I still have these two little kids. He 
does everything. He watches them every Saturday. He forfeits any chance to have his own social Saturday Aww. night. He's with the kids alone every Saturday night and every sing- basically every single night through my busy season in taxes every year, willingly. I'm in my office and I hear the bathtub going, you know, and, and he's putting them to bed and he's feeding them every single night. And he's in charge of my dinner through tax season because nice. if he didn't make me something, I wouldn't eat because I have no time. Um, so he does an amazing level of stuff. I mean, this is a complete partnership because I could never, ever make these choices without full support. That's so cool. It sounds like you're very determined. Very. Are there any other traits that you've developed over the years or that you've always had maybe even um, that you think have helped you in order to balance these careers and keep everything going and keep everything running as smoothly as you do? Well, it's interesting because whenever you use the word balance or anyone says, wow, I can't even, I can't say that I do this great job of balancing it because it's kind of impossible, you know, one week it'll feel completely out of balance and then you just have to work towards shifting it again. So it's always, it's a game of, of going, finding that balance. It's just a constant uh, game almost. Um, so I can't say I have mastered that, but you have to try with what I do because it's not that typical situation where it's, you know, assigned for you. You get up, you go to work every day by nine, you're home for dinner, you have your weekends to do what you do in your free time. My life has never been like that. So how would you define success in your life? Um, I can't say 100% of the time because that would be impossible. But the majority of the time, whenever you look back and you reflect on your life, to that it's exciting, that you feel lucky, that you feel blessed that you can't believe it. Like, I'm here. So I've made the right choices for me. And I know that. And I don't have regrets. And while there's a million other things that I find interesting, and sometimes I'll joke and say, in another life, I would do this. Um, I still don't feel a a yearning to be doing anything other than I'm doing. Um, Taxes are, you know, to so many, boring they just think of taxes like, oh, my God, or you're an accountant. Oh, what a boring job. Um, I would never have pictured myself as an accountant, and taxes are not – I'm almost not an accountant. Taxes are applying tax law to people's real lives. I consider my job 50% social work. People come in. They tell me their story is how it pertains to how we report their income and to the government. But it has more to do with, yeah, my kids started college now. Oh, where are they going? It's stories. And how much should you pay in tuition? We can get you an education credit. Taxes are the story of people's lives and how you interpret that by the tax laws and the rules and how you can do best by them and save them money and explain to a small business how they're going to be able to afford their tax reporting and their payroll taxes and there's just so many pieces of it. Um, the tax code, the, IR, the internal revenue code, it is immeasurable. It's so large, no one would ever sit and read the whole thing. So you always have that challenge of there's so much you don't know. There's always more to know.
As challenging as tax preparation is, you seem to find these challenges really rewarding and exciting. And I know a lot of people find challenges to be frustrating. How do you view them in, in your life? Well, I definitely call myself a big nerd because I look forward to and do a ton of continued education and numerous hours about on average about four times as much as I'm required to take in a year. Really? Because I just, it, knowledge is power. And I think that the smartest people are the people that realize how much they don't know, are always open to listening, constructive criticism, and understanding that you can't know everything. You can't be good at everything. Right. There's a place for everyone to have that push. So. I get this education and it empowers me. I get excited because I feel like, okay, now I understand that a little bit better. And next time it comes into my office, I'm going to get it that much more. And it's the type of career that you just get better with experience. But part of the challenge is that Congress and all these lawmakers are always changing the rules, constantly changing the rules. New presidents, all these things happen and you have to stay on top of it. Uh, the challenge is exciting and it's scary and risky. There's a lot of liability. You've got a lot of power in your hands. One inverted number could mean thousands of dollars for someone. So there's, so that's exciting, but risky. Um, so no one would think of accounting as like this dangerous, risky career. But yet, it's there's a lot of pressure and it's intense. Um, so to me, that's kind of exciting, and you have to be very, very detailed because if not, you can't have this career. Sure. That's a given. Um, the challenge is great and it's intense at times. Well, it sounds to me actually like you're a little bit responsible with the risk too. Because you're talking about, you know, your, your clients. So I know that, you know, if you're being awarded 2009 areas, you know, best personal wealth managers. I mean, you must be very responsible with, with people's taxes and with the stories that they give you as well. You have to be. I mean, ethically, you have to be. Uh, there's a lot of privacy rules. But more than that, I was born responsible. So as exciting as it sounds like to be like a casino entertainer, uh, the guys in my band... Some of them call me Jamie by the numbers. They think I'm very black and white. I want to do what's right. I've always been super responsible. My parents told me that they didn't have to give rules, like set rules for me because I made up my own rules. I had my own rules that I implemented that they didn't have to <laughs> lay down the law on me, which is interesting. That's brilliant. Uh, I, you know, that's their Lucky own them. interpretation. <laughs> We don't talk about the little things I did wrong they didn't know about, but um, no. no, I've always been super responsible. It doesn't make sense to me. Someone who is super responsible and practical, as happy as I feel, it sounds like two different beings. Actually, it sounds really right because an accountant versus a performer, everyone sees the dichotomy there and thinks it's so strange that someone could have these like two Jekyll and Hyde lives. Everyone thinks that. Yet I know music and numbers yeah. really work together. You know as well that it just, it's a marriage. Um, but yeah, so I guess there's always these two sides and it works in a lot of different facets of a person. And I'm super practical, but I love to be a performer 
and I know that you understand, when I get on stage, I'm not nervous yeah. for doing it for so long. There's no nerves there. That's the best part of your day. That's really cool. You're doing a service for so many different people, between the people you're singing to who've lost all their money <laughs> and the people that you're singing to who are you know, celebrating their wedding and the people that you're serving as a tax professional. You, you are a service professional for sure. Yeah, and it's interesting because some of my closest friends are teachers and I always look at them and think, God, I could never do that. One of them is a special education teacher and I think it takes a special person. Yeah. Um, and there's so many careers where you are giving back on such a huge level. And I like, I try to remember that I have my own piece of what I'm doing. And yes, it's a service. I am not um, in the military. I'm not defending the country. I'm not teaching our youth. I'm not a police officer. Um, I don't work for a nonprofit and work against the hunger problems of the world. There's so many places where you can give, and this is my way, and it's, and it's my way. It's pretty wonderful. I like it. Some people get really, really bogged down um, by all of the mundane details of life, and if they get busy like you often do, um, they let that sort of bury them, and they get depressed or frustrated or they act out. Um, and it sounds to me, and, and from what you've told me, that you feel generally on the whole, no matter what's going on, like you're very happy and you're very lucky and you have no regrets. And I'm curious, what about your life allows you to feel that way? What about who you are as Jamie Hammer allows you to rise above those things and get satisfaction out of your life? March 22nd on any given year, <laughs> I'm stressed. Yeah. Um, I think I have a pretty good hold on stepping back knowing when I'm stressed, trying to regain that perspective and say, okay, yes, you have 32 returns to finish and you will finish them. I don't know how. Maybe you won't sleep, but then you'll get to the other side of that. My life is crazy and it's busy and um, not understandable to a lot of people, but it's wonderful. And when I'm not busy, I can let myself go into doing nothing. I am happy with knowing that I can lay on the couch and watch some really unintelligent television for the whole <laughs> night and do nothing else. I can set aside time and not accomplish anything and not be regretful about that because I know that the day before I accomplished so much. I, I can't say enough that everything is wonderful in my eyes most of the time like those rose-colored glasses. And when it's not, I can pull back that perspective, do my best to, to step back and say, pros, cons, look at that. That pile is way longer. So those cons, yes, they're there, but look at what you have instead of what you don't have. So when you're feeling buried, you go back and you run those tapes mm -hmm. of the times that you're happy and the times that you're looking forward to with your family and those times that you have when you're singing at the wedding mm -hmm. and watching everybody so happy because of your voice. Or I recall that I felt this same level of stress however long ago and I got through it, so I'll do it again. Yeah. You know? Yeah, absolutely. I, yeah. There are so many times in my life I can't even begin to tell you that 
exactly. You have to kind of remind yourself of the times that you were able to pull through it. You mm -hmm. were able to jump out of the plane or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And you can take that to sort of help yourself get through the difficult times. Do you have any other advice for our viewers about how to balance um, success and happiness as, as they're looking for peace in their lives? I can only speak to my own experience. And I can say that I didn't have a plan that I followed. I didn't have a step-by-step, -step, but I made choices that I really thought about and felt deeply good about. Um, so, and that's where I'm to that place with no regrets. And my decisions came from what do I really, really have a passion for, enjoy, inspires me. And that could mean so many different things. Uh, but it's the things that I do and take my time to do, I really enjoy. And if I start something that it turns out, ah, it's not that great, then, then I move on and I say, okay, I have that experience. I tried it, it's okay. Now I'm gonna take my time that I have, which is so precious, and, and take it to something else. Um, so my advice would be to think about things to push outside influence away, because like anyone else, especially when I was really pursuing singing and doing it professionally and getting paid for it to support myself singing, um, a parent in my life was like, oh, then you should get a music education uh, degree and, and teach while you're singing. And, and it was like, no, I don't want to be a music teacher. I want to sing. And if I need a fallback or a, a backup, it will be something else I enjoy. It's not going to be something else out of convenience that, that works with that. And here I am with two different careers, and I've yet to meet someone else who works as a musician and an accountant. Um, instead, I get a lot of uh, musicians in my practice because nice. I relate to them. Um, so just to, to listen to the inside and push the outside out. Um, so it's not, there's no magic to it. And believe in yourself and believe that you have so much to offer because that is something I've always had. I know what I bring to the table. I know, and that's helped in personal relationships and job situations. I know that whoever I'm encountering, dealing with, that they that there's a lot that I'm bringing to the table in that situation. And I believe that and I know it. And if I know it, then it rubs off on them and then they know it too. I would say there's a lot of magic in your life. Yeah. There's just not a, a magic uh, equation. No. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's kind of magical the way you view things too. So. I'm really, really grateful that you took the time out to talk with Absolutely. us Absolutely. It's been really fun. Thanks. And thank you for watching. As always, find us on Facebook, like us if you like what you see, and please subscribe if you want to find out how to find the happiness and success in your life. But if we forget what really makes us sing and dance at night, it's the, the people around. And our dreams that lift us up from underground.